When morning comes to Morgantown, the merchants roll their awnings down. The milk trucks make their morning rounds in morning Morgantown. We'll rise up early with the sun to ride the bus while everyone is yawning and the day is young. In morning, Morgan Town. Morning, Morgan Town. Buy your dreams a dollar down. Morning, any town you may. Morning's just the same. We'll find a table in the shade. And lemonade, and watch the morning on parade in morning Morgantown. Ladies in their rainbow fashions, colored stop and go lights flashing. We'll wink at total strangers passing in. Siri just blew up my phone. I don't have my home control. Yeah, my timer thing went on, just went kablooey. And then it went into grum mode. I have a grum mode. Oh, is it? Oh, I guess it's working because I hear myself. But I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear it like that. I wanted to go to the website. Let's see. Am I talking? Am I talking loudly? Am I on the grum? Everybody? Nobody? Anyone? No one? 
let's see, Yeast Radio. I gotta no, it's Pride Forty Eight. I'm live on Pride Forty Eight. Uh, really bummed I missed the uh, thing because I was in Iceland. The the grum that they do with it was the last live streaming event, which is uh, you know bad. I mean bad that it ended. Yeah, yeah there. I I think I'm still on. See, really so, the, uh, see. yeah, it's a better delay right now. I got a little again. I'm on the holder. Yeah, I'm here. Wait, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me like that. Wait, let me put on my holder. That holder on. I'm just not prepared because what was happening is I, um, yeah. Hello, it's Madge. It's still me. I'm a still a lesbian and I'm still, uh, I suck. I really suck. Because I was working. I was trying to finish this thing for this thing and for work and I just finished. I was really stressed because I couldn't figure out you know, this low-code solution that I'm working on. It's a lot of variables and thus and so and workflows and passing this to that, and I'm just too old. I was on the phone with me mother because it's her birthday today. She's one year older than Jenny, Joni Mitchell by, like, one year and two weeks. Really into the Joni lately. I just never knew about her till Mia Marrow posted her on Instagram. And now I'm reading her biography, it's really good. I'm learning all about her and, you know, and her music and all that sort of thing. And it's really interesting, and they talk about why her music is so good, even though I knew. Eh, <laughs> Gadel. Take my money. Brandy Carlisle said, you know what, Joni, you can have my royalties. I just want to be you. And I can relate to that other lesbian, Brandy Carlisle. I'm a lesbian, too. But that's not why, because I want to be Joni Mitchell, too. What? 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 Why? 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 That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what. I don't know why Phil has to cock block me when I'm talking about my lesbian pussy, right? My lesbian ness. Lesbian pussy. My pussy willow, my lesbian pussy, my pussy that is lesbian. I just... Uh, they said honk if you love Jesus, so I honked and the guy gave me the finger. Yeah, uh, we've heard that before, haven't we? Uh, anyway, it was my mother's birthday and she was telling... And, and then we did a FaceTime, me and my wife, and then my niece came on the FaceTime because, you know, she was calling my mom... She was calling my mother to wish her a happy birthday, and I said, well... I think I can add a third party, and I've always wanted to. I knew you could do that. I never, I'm not a big FaceTimer. Girdle, girdle, girdle. I'm not a big FaceTimer, but I face, but I did. And so she was on there running to the L, you know, running to the train. And um, my mother's on there asking questions because, you know, I get upstaged by the niece, which is her grandchild, of course. You know, I don't, I don't mind, but I said, you know, I got to go. Oh, but she said, you know, my niece, she's graduating from college. She said, yeah, I haven't gotten a, um, a uh, job yet, and my mother said, "Oh, that's fine. We can support you for a you know a few months if necessary." I said, "Well, what about me? What about me? I need support. I hate working. I hate working, and I need support. And I'm I just feel so old. I mean, I am old. I was just like, I'm so old, and I'm just ready to quit. You know, and my memory's gone. I have no memory. And I was thinking about it. I have a good idea for the GPT." For you developers out there, I got a really good idea I'm going to give away to anybody who is, 
you're going to be blessed that you actually listen to this when nobody does. I'm trying to adjust the volume. If you're on the Pride 48, you might hear it get a little quieter because my I'm talking too loud. I'm, my levels are a little bit wrong, so I, would, I don't want to blow you out. I know if the Gigger Tigger is listening, she doesn't like it when I talk loudly because she gets the ADHD. She puts it on her profile. I have ADHD. By the way, if anybody remembers, speaking of Giga Tigger, he used to do this wonderful grum called, what was it called, something about tech, like Real Good Tech with Allie My Vagina, or Allie something. Allie My Vagina, was that his name? Anyway, the per I, I don't now I can't even talk about it. I don't want to ruin people's anonymity from the past, but Allie My Vagina is now doing a podcast under a different name. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to blow his anonymity, but he's a vegan and he is doing an, a podcast about how broke he is and he's in his 50s and he's broke and you know i warn people a woman is never supposed to see another woman's vagina or you go broke and so i don't know what the uh, equivalent of that is with this person but uh, obviously he looked at some pussy you know he looked at a pussy that he shouldn't have seen and he got bad luck right that's bad luck to see a when a woman see another woman pussy you go broke. You just want to wash it and you, you move on. You go on with your life, right? You just want to wash it and then you want to be done, right? You just want to wash that pussy and you want to be finished with it. You want to finish with the pussy. You want to wash it and you want to finish and you just move on. You go on to other things. You don't need to look at it. You don't need to look at your pussy. You don't need to look at anybody else's. I mean, I'm not talking about lesbians. That's different. Lesbians may want to look at it and make it flower painting. I have no problem with that. I am a lesbian with that sort of thing. I'm a lesbian, right? But for a woman in general, you know, edge cases aside, lesbianism is an edge case. You know, I've been working a lot on computers today. I need to say edge case. Is it? You'll hear dead. And they, they ain't full of beam. Right. One more. Can you imagine all these little babies flopping around on limbo? Come on. Right. So anyways, the, so anyways, my vagina is so itchy and horrible today. What? No, I'm really upset I didn't get to go to the gym. I was so busy working. And this grum hole of mine. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, I got a grum. And it's depressing because I'm thinking, I don't feel like the grum. I don't feel like working. Oh, and I have to go next week to New York on business. And then I got a conference. I'm turning into like a regular businesswoman. Meanwhile, I'm so old. I'm too old. And my mo I was just like, why is my mother offering her granddaughter, while she's trying to get a start out of college, to help her get off her feet when I am an old woman who needs to get off her feet? In a different way. You're the slut. You're the bitch. You're the slut. What? You're the bitch. Very, very. You're the slut. You're the slut. You're the slut. You're the slut. You're the bitch. 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 You're the slut. Well, I'm the bigger bitch. Let's just get that straight right now. Where were we? Anyway, you know, I was talking to Deborah Wilkerson about the AI because she loves. I wanted to talk about Alzheimer's. I, she loves it, and my good idea that I was going to give you all for free because you're listening to turning to me. You should all subscribe to my Substack that I never update, madge.substack.com. It's just a way to donate money to me. I maybe donate once a week uh, or post things once a week with Griselda's fat. You know, she tells me how fat she is, and I post three lines. But and sometimes you get an early version of it. Like I'll probably post this grum tomorrow if I have time, but I don't have time. 
because all this goddamn fucking work. Because to tell you the truth, I didn't get much work done because my wife was stayed in Barcelona for two extra weeks with her family, and I came home early, and I was so depressed that work was just hard, and I didn't get, I wasn't my normal self, I got behind. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you because as a lesbian, I can be honest, and I got behind. So I'm gonna play a, a clip of uh, Cheryl Shitting from long ago, I do keep those on because I have to have something of hers. And this way she can't annoy me if she's just going to do it. So I don't know if we want to hear it. I'm just going to play Cheryl urinating because I don't think you're ready for a duty. I'll play a clip over it. Can I have your number and let me call my, my manager? He had one of these. I don't know what they are because I'm not technical, but it was a some kind of meeting. Okay, so we did that. We did the peeing, the urinating. Anyway, um, right, where were we? Oh, my invention. Did I t- finish talking about what I was going to talk about before the invention? How I want money, how I'm tired of working, and I'm too old for this fucking shit. Retirement should be 50. For everyone, it sucks to work. It's just my feet hurt. And then I see these people, like, I know somebody, and they're like, we work for some big-ass company, and they're like, so-and-so is 85, and he still works. And she said, oh, this is, well, yeah, this person, she said she went to a dinner with this person and he was keeled over dead. And she had to check his breath. He wasn't dead. But she thought he was dead. And everybody at the table thought he was dead. And this person, well, my sister, she had to check him to make sure he wasn't dead. And turns out he's some fucking old person who won't retire. It's like, it's not just the people in the government. It's just everywhere. These people, they don't want to quit. And that's stupid. I want to quit now. And I'm not as old as they are. And people know when I'm breathing. A dildo is a long rectangular tube. What? And get one. All right. I don't know if I want to talk about my invention yet. Do I? Not really. Okay, I'm going to tell you my invention. So it's AI-related Google, which I think is annoying. The AI shit is so overrated. I don't find it useful, to be honest. Very rarely. Maybe if I have to write a letter of complaint. I got $10 from Home Depot, a coupon from them. That's about all I've gotten with AI so far. It tried to get, I try to make it help me write stuff, and then it's like I have to change so much that it's not even worth it. And then people know when it's AI because it's stupid. It's not an intelligent, it's not artificial intelligence. It's simulating intelligence. It's just simulating it based on humongous amounts of data. It's just saying, well, this is what, you know, other people have done in this situation. This woman is going off. So, the tunnel's crowded. The tunnel's crowded. The tunnel's, the tunnel's, the tunnel's crowded. I like not preparing because I have so much to talk about and I won't talk about any of it. But I want to talk about what I do want to talk about is my idea for business. A tech idea. And I think this is big, right? Remember Google Glass? Remember the glass holes? I won't say the name of you know who, but you know who. Glass holes, right? Which is the Google Glass. You wear these glasses and they... So here's... This is like my vision of Google Glass 2.0, it doesn't have to be Google. But imagine, and you're finished here. I know what you're going to say, privacy issues, right? I need you to put those aside, and let's say we have a secure enclave in the device, right? Like it's not, let's just say somehow, you know, we're going to take away the, take care of these privacy issues. But let's say you wear a device all the time, your waking life, that's basically glasses, and they record everything that happens to you, not to be used on FaceTime, Facebook, not to be shared with anyone, 
just as a means to have to collect your personal database. In other words, it's collecting all your memories for you. And then later on, it's, what did I do uh, last Thursday? Who did I see? And it just triggers your memory. It's just for you. And then maybe recall, recalls memory. It's just like, you know how Apple has this thing where you record your voice so that if you lose your voice, it simulates your voice. Well, it's just like that. So it's collecting all your memories, not only to assist your memory, but in some cases, like maybe you have severe Alzheimer's later and it's just your memory assistant is right there. Like it will recall all your memories as needed. Like your shot, your, you know, you're old, you've, you're feeble, your brain is messed up with the Alzheimer. And then your daughter comes to visit it says, oh, look, there's daughter and uh, daughter. Okay, let's recall your memories. So here's your memories and here's a quick sheet in your glasses and you see, you know, your, your memory and I, I help you. Yeah, this can help not just people who are memory impaired, but just like in general business people too or whatever. But it's not to take pictures. It's not about, you know, playing with your pussy, right? It's not, it's not, a, it's not a social media bullshit. It's just an aid to help a person with their memory and, you know, be better and make them stupider by not having to use theirs. So I think it'll be nice. Make people even dumber too. So I, I like the, the idea of people being even dumber than they already are. And I'd like to make, you know, I'm not going to do anything. That's why I'm giving away this idea. I give a shit. But I think that's where this is going, audience. I think, yeah, I think that's where this is Finch to go, right? Uh, right, right, of course, right. So what else? Um, I know you're sick of me with Johnny Mitchell, but I am going to play one little quickie. This is from... Carnegie Hall in um, 1972. Love this song. Love this song. Yeah. The gay paradise put up a parking lot With a clean hotel, a boutique and a swinging hot Slam again, and I pick 
yellow taxi come and took away my old manor again. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you've got till it's gone. They paid paradise, put up a parking lot. They paid paradise, put up a parking lot. They paid paradise, put up a parking lot. Uh, audience, I don't know why. She, I these old albums when they the records they um you know they have such a long end thing where you fade out and everything. I always think like, I mean that, that with the clapping sir, there's 37 more seconds to that track. You know, that's from this new. I guess they just released this last week. Maybe uh, Joni Mitchell Archives Volume Three: The Asylum Years. It's so good. It's so good. It's on the iTunes or whatever you call it, this Apple Music. I think she's she took her music off of um, Spotify because of Joe Rogan. Because, you know, she and Neil Young both had polio as children. So she when he was doing that anti-vax shit, she's like, fuck him, you know? Fuck him and his stupid asshole shit. I'm going to take my music off there. I didn't agree with her at first. I thought that was like a freedom of speech thing. But now that I know what it was about, yeah, I'm, I'm like right on, right on Joni. You know, I would love to meet her. She's just so. I would just be like, Joni, tell me about how you always used to. You you seem to gain have inspiration from. Um, you're you're always traveling. I relate to that. I just love tra traveling. Creates a certain mood, and she wrote a lot of songs traveling and inspired by her travels. In fact, so that song, you know, I played many times already on this pilgrim, both sides now, right. And I, yeah, I'm just dumb. Sometimes it takes me a long time to get really stupid things. But, you know, it's like I've seen the sides, both sides of clouds now or whatever the fuck she says. Uh, I've, I've, I've looked at clouds from both sides now. That's how it goes, right? And she, um, but she talked about in this book how she uh, wrote, uh, how she wrote that song. And there was, a, there was some book by Saul Bellow, and I don't remember the name of it, and the character in the book, and she was reading it on an airplane, right? She was reading this book on an airplane. Oh, I'm having Norm, Norm Augustinus flashbacks. That's weird. Where is Norm? I had a dream about Norm. Anyway, uh, I miss Norm. He was cool. Went a little cuckoo on me. Uh, a lot of people do. Maybe it's me. I guess it's me. Um, but yes, it's definitely me. It's definitely me. Um, so, right. So I haven't gotten to the point. I do have a point in this entire grum, by the way. I'm going to get to it soon. I'm just trying not to. You know what it's about, right? You know, it's about the wars. I got to talk about it. I'm going to talk about the wars. Well, one war. But I'm going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. But so she was on an airplane reading this book by Saul Bellow, which I, the name escapes me. I'm going to my notes somewhere. You know, my, my, my felling, uh, Kindle notes. And um, in this book, a character dis you know relates that this is the first generation, their generations, this is in the 60s, this is the first generation of people who can look at clouds from both sides because you can fly, right? And uh, yeah, I didn't know that that's what it came from. How would I know that? But so she was reading, she read this passage as she's in an airplane flying above clouds and she wrote the song. She said, oh, I'm seeing clouds from both sides. I'm gonna, and she wrote the fucking song because of that. So Sal Bellow 
airplane, Joni Mitchell, clouds. Amazing, right? It's just, I mean, I'm always amazed. I, I like Howard Stern when he interviews. I don't, don't have Sirius right now because it's just so annoying because you got to subscribe and then they raise the price and you have to talk to some person on the phone. I don't do it anyway. I'm just tired of arguing about that shit. Yeah, you know, I don't like, I hate talking on the phone to get you know, radio. But anyway, I love his interviews the way he, because he always talks about the process of song making, you know, and the way that these people in, get songs in their head, I, a couple like uh, Sia when she does her song, yeah, all the, all the, I think Stevie Nicks, was she on there? I don't know. But they all, it seems like all the great songs are written just in just a moment, just a few seconds. It's amazing. And then I was talking on my Twitter sheet about it the other day. Sorry, I got to open my eye. And you got to move my face close to my iPad. So stupid. Got to move my face. Yeah, I got to move my face close to my fucking iPad or it won't fucking hear me. It won't open. You know what I mean? Stupid. Why Why can't it see me? Okay. Um. You don't know what you got till it's gone. You pink paradise, put up a parking, locks and bagels. Yeah. I take my time, you know, I'm just learning. I'm I'm learning like a little girl. But the thing is this, audience, and I wrote it on my Twitter sheet, you know, beautiful music sometimes makes me feel sad. And it's not because, oh, I'm wistful and emo. It's nothing like that. It's just that the music has such a feeling of freedom, and then I contrast it to my life, which is, you know, basically in a, tied to a computer doing the most boring shit imaginable all day, like it's a fucking most... You know, like it's gonna, I'm gonna fucking die if I don't fucking get this goddamn fucking app to look up the goddamn fucking shit with the goddamn thing that you type in, right? And click shit and get the other thing to pop up and trigger a workflow in time and get the data back on the fucking screen and all this dumb shit. And then they don't even want to use the fucking thing anyway. And I spend months on, yeah, that kind of. And then I hear this beautiful music is like free, free, free. Oh, inspiration. I want to be Joni Mitchell. I get Brandy Carlisle, although she's Brandy Carlisle. I'd settle for that. But I get it. I want to be Joni Mitchell. I don't want to be Madge Weinstein. I want to be like flying around and go to islands and hang out with, you know, some some other lesbians, get my, you know, and just go on a red dirt road and watch people reading Vogue and Rolling Stone. You know, well, I want to do all of it and, and compare things. And although I have done it and it sucked because I didn't like I'm going to work at that either. But I guess you don't know what you got till it's gone. And, um, right, isn't that nice? Cliché, cliché, cliché. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. We don't we, we don't take uh, doctors with uh, a BM in it. Yeah, okay. Miss Edna, you still on? You got big titties? Yeah, I got big titties. Honey, I'm going to switch. I don't want to talk about this. Oh, <laughs> That clip, I don't know where it comes from. It's called Domino's Fart, and I don't even remember it ever being on here. Cheese it. It's got to be Cheryl. Who else would have a cheese it fart? No, that's just eating cheese it. Uh. Oh, that's so sterilized a duty. It doesn't sound like a duty to me because it doesn't gross me out. A full bladder early in the morning can cause an erection, and this is normal. I'm going to talk about the war. I don't want to. I feel like I'm telling. Yeah, it's like I feel like I'm having an uncomfortable conversation with somebody. I feel dirty. You know, for a lot of reasons. I don't know. Well, I certainly don't know what to say, and I really don't 
kind of, I, you know, I don't know what to think either. And my mind keeps changing, but I feel like I have to talk about it because I feel like I should, right? I feel like I should because everybody's talking about it and voicing their opinions all over Instagram and blasting things and everybody's self-righteous and knows everything, right? Everybody knows everything. Well, I don't. I don't know anything about I don't know I'm set. And of course, I'm Jewish, so that matters in this. So all I can do is try and be honest. I say try because I know I'm not going to be honest because I have too many things affecting me. I'm I'm afraid of what my peers will say. I'm, I'm afraid of offending people. I'm afraid of not offending people. That doesn't even make sense. There, I lied. See? That was a lie. So I'm just going to do the best I can as a human being, right? First of all, murder is bad. Okay? I think we can all agree that murder is bad. Murder, she wrote, not a bad, that's just a TV show, and I didn't even watch it, but I did watch a, um, a grum. I watched David Serta did a musical about it called Murder Rewrote, which was pretty funny. It was a musical. I'm changing the subject because I don't want to talk about this. Okay. I don't know. I guess I can make it simple, right? What time is it? Oh, 29 minutes. Yeah. All right. I might be oversimplifying it. I might be oversimplifying it. Um, I'm very upset that, you know, well, I think, <laughs> see, I'm getting, I'm, yeah, okay, basically I see it this way. I, I, I got to be honest, right? I think both sides now, I kind of think both sides want to genocide each other. I think that's, I think I, I think I, I think I mean that, but I'm not sure. I definitely think Hamas wants to genocide the Jews. And I don't think that, okay, I'm just going to tell you, I have to be careful with what I say, because sometimes I'm privy to certain conversations, right? So I was, so let's just say, theoretically, hypothetically, I was in a conversation with some people that are involved with some things, right? Um, and uh, so some of these people who are clearly on the side of Israel were basically saying, what should we do? And this conversation I have was with a group of people who are somehow involved with things. And they said, what do we, we have the Palestinian problem. Do we level Gaza? And what do we do about the Palestinian problem? What is this, what is, what is the solution to the, to the Palestinian problem? And I'm thinking, I, I was silent. I didn't say anything. Maybe I should have, but I was thinking you're the language you're using, the final solution, I didn't say final, but practically the solution to the Palestinian problem. I mean, that's, what the Nazis said, the Jewish problem, it made me very, you know, scary to talk. You have to be. So I think that there are, uh, yeah. But then on the other hand, you know, when you look at when I've also been reading the history and I think in the history, if you have to blame somebody, you really got to blame the British because they basically said, oh, here, Ara you know, they got the land from, I guess, the Ottomans or some shit. And then they said, here, you can have the, they promised the same thing to the, to the Arabs and the Jews, the same piece of land. And then they gave it to the Jews, and then the second we got there, they had, the Arabs attacked us. So I don't know. So it's kind of complicated, but you know, and I'm sure people will disagree. You know, and there's nuances and all that shit, and you can debate the the, the details of that. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter because the point is that um, we have a situation where it, people are killing each other, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to stop. Um, you know, uh, the the palace, uh, the 
the protesters on the Palestinian side seem to say, and in my circles, that's most people that are on the Palestinian side. I'm not talking about the the electorate or whatever. I'm just talking about the people in my circles are mostly on the Palestinian side. And they'll say like, you know, Israel has to stop, you know, bombing Gaza, which of course they should. But then what? We What do you, then what, right? Then what, right? So how do you stop? So, so you stop bombing Gaza and then Hamas is just done. They're not going to attack anymore. They're not going to go out and kill any more civilians or whatever. It's just over. Now, it's not that simple, see? It's not. It's very complicated because, so, anyway, my, what, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you have the hospital bombing and all that, and people saying, well, who did it? And I don't think you know who did it for sure. I haven't seen any evidence. I've just been searching. I haven't seen evidence that says one way or the other who did it, okay? Uh, War is fucked up, and sometimes shit is not what you think. That's all I can say. Um... But regardless, nobody should be killing anyone. I think that's, I don't think anybody should be killing anyone. And I'm sitting here coming, you know, from a very privileged place. I'm safe, pretty much. I mean, I live in Chicago. No, I'm not worried for my life. I don't know directly anybody who is experiencing this. I don't have any friends who are, you know, in Gaza or Israel. Um, If I do know people there, it's so many degrees of separation for me that I don't even know. So I come from a place of privilege where I don't feel any of this directly. I don't feel the pain. So I'm just sitting here from an armchair and in some ways, although it's really like not an armchair, Herman Miller, it has arms. But I don't know that I even have, I feel like my opinion is somehow less valid because of that, because I don't have a direct emotional connection. So I can say things and I can pontificate about it, but it doesn't really mean anything that much because I don't really have to suffer the consequences because I'm not fucking there, right? So, um, so you can argue about Hamas, you know, do they want to, you know, are they, do they want the extinction of the Jews? Do the Jews want the extinction of the Palestinians? Um, Yeah, I don't think that's the case, but I do think they want them out of there. I guess I don't know, and then there's the whole thing about Netanyahu being this indicted criminal, which doesn't help. And what happens when you have a right-wing government? That should be a lesson to us. But so there's a few things. So the the problem is uh, we have to learn from 9/11, and I don't feel like Israel is doing that. I finally see people um, talking about that. I know I'm talking about my ass. Please, yeah, I I know like. I, nobody even gives me, last week my show, I got one piece of feedback from the show. Somebody said, oh, it was nice listening to music with you, Madge. So probably nobody will even come back at me now, but a couple of people probably will. But I'm just saying I'm talking out my ass, so you can disagree with me, and that's fine. I don't give a shit, because I'm talking out my ass. My opinion will change tomorrow. Um, I'm trying to, you know, ugh. I mean, the Holocaust was pretty rough, right? And I have, my grandmother was a survivor. Not, she wasn't in the camps, but her brothers and sisters were killed there. Um, and I'm certainly very sensitive to it. To, and especially when there's this kind of cruel, I don't know, it's like this horror of just being willing to come up to a civilian and kill them and destroy them and maim them and just dehumanize them. It's the dehumanizing Dang it, fucks me up, fucked me up. So, 
you know, when I say, okay, do I have to pick a side? I think I'm going to pick the side that I'm on, which is the Jews. I think I have to, right? I think I have to. But that doesn't mean I'm going to bomb a hospital, right? I don't, I'm not in favor of that. I don't, I think we need restraint, right? I think really what we need is a ceasefire. And I have a suggestion for that, as if anybody's listening, I'll get to that. But I, I think, yeah, people should just not kill because killing is bad. Is that controversial? I think everybody should stop killing. And then if everybody stopped killing, it would be okay. Then we just have to like divide up the land, right? Or something. Isn't that, couldn't we do that? Couldn't we just both sides stop killing? and um, divide up the land in some way that's fair? 50-50, I don't know, whatever. And just stop killing? How about that? Is that a solution? Is it too simple? So how do you do that, right? It's not easy, because you know, you're not gonna trust each other. So here's, all I, I think is, obviously, I'm just a uh, bulldozer, doesn't know anything. I don't know anything. What if you just like, uh, I think we, Biden's over there and he's trying to do it unilaterally. I, I think that's pointless. I think it has to be multiple superpowers. I don't know who's a superpower now. Is I would say China um, and USA, possibly even Russia, and there's reasons for this, need to get together, together, and get these people to agree to a ceasefire and then later on to some sort of long-term peace agreement and force them to do it and just say, look, all, and the, the superpowers have to do it together. And I think that the side effect of the superpowers doing it together is that it will bring peace to all of us, to the superpowers as well. And again, I don't know what a superpower is at this point. You know, a lot of people would say that the USA is the only superpower. I don't fucking know. I don't care. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, but so let's say they get China, Russia, I don't know, maybe India, whatever, some big countries together to sort of broker this negotiation. I think by just by doing that, then it would help those other greater powers achieve peace for themselves together. Maybe. Is that stupid? I don't know. Is that naive? I don't know. But so, so you know, have these powers get together, say, okay, this is what we're going to do and say, okay. Here's Russia at the table, China at the table. Forget about Ukraine for the time being. Leave that as a separate issue. You can't bring it in with this, I think. India, whatever. Say, like, okay, you motherfuckers are going to stop uh, with your killing each other. And if you don't, we're going to just, we're, we're going to pull our cocks out. We're, not gonna, we're just done with you. We're not going to give you any more aid, all of you. You know, come down to an agreement where nobody gets shit. If you don't, behave. in other words, I don't know how, just make them fucking behave. Be like parents, like no fuck, cease fire or we're out. Just cease fire or you kill each other and we're just out of here. Okay, just fuck off, you know? I don't know, is that crazy? I don't know how to do it. I, I don't know how to fucking, yeah, I have my own fucking job that I hate. It's not my job to be a fucking diplomat. Let them do their jobs. Get the fucking superpowers together. Get their best diplomats together. Use their fucking brain and make them stop fucking killing each other. Take their fucking weapons away. All of them. Just take their fucking weapons away so they can't kill anyone. On both sides. Just stop the fucking killing. I mean, it's just like Chicago. Stop the fucking killing, but they're not doing that either. 
I don't know, maybe Bukele can help. He stopped all the fucking gangs. Just throw them all and get... Stop it. I don't know. It's just frustrating. I guess I don't really have a solution, but it's frustrating. Yeah. Just stop the fucking killing. Stop it. Just stop it. We all have to live on the same fucking stupid-ass planet. Why is everybody fighting over this tiny, tiny, tiny bit of land? It's awful. But if I have to sue, choose size, I'm going to stick with the Jews. I'm not an idiot. You know? And also, I think it's important to learn the history. And they're, they're, it's, it's interesting, the history. Because it's not, and it's, 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 it's a wild history. So go learn the history, I would suggest. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. There's no point in me discussing, like, oh, yeah, like what, Henry Kissinger's listening to me now, and he's going to be like, Ertle, Ertle, I'm 100. Yeah, let me just go ahead. Wait, did I do something? What was that? Ertle, Ertle, I'm 100. Yeah, let me just go ahead. Ertle, Ertle, I'm 100. I was sampling myself. I didn't mean to. Well, I feel really, like, dumb for saying what I said, because none of that made any sense. It was completely useless. Um, yeah. But it really hurt my feelings that first, what was it, October 7th, when the Hamas came and killed all of them. I mean, there's like, I, those were like just in cold blood, just going up to people and killing them, raping them, stealing, you know, taking them, kidnapping them. It was really fucking cold. And, you know, and then, of course, Israelis will say, well, we don't do it. We're not killing Palestinians in cold blood. The problem is that they're... Um, you know, I mean, you can believe them or you, you know, whether you believe them or not, but if you take them at face value, what the Israelis are saying is, yeah, well, we, we, you know, when we go after Hamas, we, there's collateral damage because, you know, where they're in this tiny ass place and the, the military or whatever you call it, the terrorists are in the same place as the civilians. So it's really hard to, to target just the terrorists. So there's collateral damage, which is, you know, I guess somehow different from going up to a child and stabbing it in the face. It's, but then on the other hand, it still has the same result. Dead kid. Dead people. It's awful, right? Ugh. I just feel some powerless and awful. And, you know, and I feel like I'm supposed to have an opinion. And people are like, you're stupid if you don't agree with me. And I was like, no, I... I don't know. I, I don't even feel comfortable expressing my opinion because it changes and I'm just not sure. Like I could change my opinion easily from everything I've just said. I don't even know if that was an opinion. I don't think it is. I don't think I have an opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I think I like Joni Mitchell, really. That's all. Now I don't feel at all groovy. I felt groovy before I, I talked about this war stuff and now I feel dirty. I feel dirty. You know, I don't feel as groovy as I did before. I say groovy because... You know, Joni Mitchell, I was listening to 60s music, 70s music. Um, so I'll play blue, I guess. And then, yeah, that's kind of groovy. Maybe I'll get in a better mood. If not, then I won't. Yeah. Is, is this going to happen? Yeah.
Do I have to talk more? Do I? Yeah, I was just looking. So many songs are about trains and travel, like this song, Car on a Hill. Uh, let's see, what is this? Uh, Cold Blue Steel. Well, that's not a car. Oh, I swear I saw it. A big Yellow Taxi. That's That moves. Although I think it's about a tractor. Uh, I thought there was something about a train. I don't know. Uh, car on a Hill, I said that. Uh, that's a really good album, that one I told you about with the three... I think it's three CDs, even though there's no such thing, even though they were all over my house. Yeah. War is awful, right? Isn't it awful? It's like, oh, and then it's like, oh, well, there's uh, World War whatever, three. Is that the one we're on? That's coming. But here's the other thing, though. No, I didn't talk about this. I kept getting sidetracked. But the thing about learning from 9-11 is really important. I don't want to sound too much like I'm on the, Zion, the Israeli side. But the thing is, like, um, even if I were, let's say I was totally in, agreed with, you know, oh, you know, Hamas is out to get us, and um, Israel was a totally innocent victim, let's say. Let's say, for argument's sake, that that's true in my mind. I still would say we have to stop, just restrain, like, because of what we should have learned even though it's a different country in 9-11, right? We fucked that up so bad. We made the world so much worse, created so many more terrorists after 9-11 because of our incorrect action, reaction, going into Afghanistan. Didn't even get fucking bin Laden, and then we left 20 years later. I mean, that whole thing was a mess. And then Iraq, just that was a mistake. And then whenever you kill people, you create terrorists, a lot of them. You know, you create terrorists by 
killing civilians. That's how it works. I don't know what the numbers are. So it's just not rational to go in and kill a bunch of people as a reaction. That's just the cycle of violence, as people might say. And I want to say Reagan Fox. So I think, like, you know, the argument for just not restraint is is a strong one, a really strong one. At least think about it. You know, stop, pause, give us, take that breath that United States didn't take after 9-11. You know, and say, okay, we're really going to sit and be strategic about this. And based on what we learned in 9-11, not create more terrorists. We really don't need another, you know, ISIS and all that sort of thing. I just, I don't know what to play next. I don't know. Just, I don't want to just stop. My grum last week was so short. It was all Joni Mitchell's songs. Do I care? I'm lucky I even grame today. I won't be graming next week because I've got to be in New York City's for some bullshit I already told you. Let's see. I guess I can play the both sides now again, even because it's a different version. I know I play this all the time, but it's another version. I can play. It's my show. I can play whatever I want. This is from Carnegie Hall, 1972, February 23rd. Both sides now.
love you right out loud Dreams and schemes and circus crowds Oh, I looked at life that way Now old friends are acting strange They shake their heads and they tell me that I've changed Well, something's lost But something's gained in living I've looked at life from both sides now From up and down, still so long It's life's illusions that I I really don't know life Really don't know life at all Yeah, so the song, oh, I had it on a speaker, my cue speaker. You know, that's technical. But I, I guess she's still getting clapped. That's amazing. It's all applause. Is the rest of the track just applause? Wow. It's like, it's, she's so talented, I can't even be jealous of her, you know? Is this what people think of Taylor Swift? I mean, I can't even imagine, like, I see nothing, and I don't understand pop music at all, but, you know. So, I don't know, maybe pop is that what, like, is is Taylor Swift that good? I can't imagine, right? I mean, I just feel like, I only say that because I, I listen, I, I, I don't hear, I just hear noise, so I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe that's, is it, am I just wrong? Is her songwriting that good? Is is that what it is? I, I mean, it's got to be something there, right? Yeah. But then there's Post Malone, who looks like a detention desk. But, you know, there's something interesting about what Joni said in, in her book. She wrote, um, like, about how when she was a little gal, she grew up in Canada and Saskatchewan or something like that. And her mother would take her out and they'd listen to bird calls, right? Listen to the sounds of nature. You know, like, oh, here's a bird call, Joni, little Joni, and then they'd listen to bird calls. She said, you know, her music, and she said, people who li- grew up in the city and live in the city, they, they hear, they're used to hearing all kinds of sounds together, not separate. She said, I'm used to, I grew up hearing sounds separate, and her music is more pure that way. You don't, it's calm. You know, you don't hear like that Taylor Swift where this, or all pop music is basically, you know, a flat sound wave where it's just, just the sound level is constant. The volume is constant. It's just compressed yuchiness, right? Yuchiness to me. You know, so she was saying that, you know, the city people have like a, there, this is a bunch of noise together, a bunch of sounds together. And I like the purity of just having, you know, a couple instruments and a, or a guitar and a voice, good quality microphone. She talked about uh, how David Crosby fucked up some album, I forget which one, because he was, like, trying to, like, get the, the reverberation of the strings to appear. And meanwhile, he cranked the, 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 the whatever, the sound, so you hear, you know, noise like a, a line noise, that, and they had to equalize out the line noise, and it kind of took away from the voice, which kind of related to me and how, I mean, you people don't hear any of this in my show, but, you know, I go crazy, well, you know I do, I've talked about it, but you don't, you go crazy with the, um, I go crazy with the sound sometimes if I hear a noise. Um, right. My name is Dakota Williams, and my baby's name is Sincere Person. 
Yeah, well, I didn't really talk about my vacation much. It was real nice. Um, you know, Finland, fun, Tallinn, pretty. The people up there, dry as a mummy. But, you know, the gay people left. There's nothing to do for gays. I did go to the Tom of Finland exhibit, which was huge, huge Tom of Finland exhibit. It was like all these grands looking at, you know, these very white, you know, Olgas. We called them Olgas because they all look like Olgas looking at pictures of big dicks in this museum and it's just weird i'm like i feel like i was the only gay looking at these dongs in this finland a tom of finland museum but it wasn't a tom of finland museum it was a tom of finland exhibit at like a a, a national gallery kind of thing it's very kind of hoity-toity and then dicks everywhere it wasn't a normal exhibit didn't really honestly i don't think it really belonged in a museum it's just a bunch of dongs right but what do i know mm-hmm. That's not a good clip. There might have been drugs or alcohol on the other side that made us write this stupid program that uh, we wrote. Oh, yeah, but I got nothing. What else? Barcelona. I went to um, Girona where they had a nice Jewish neighborhood where they kicked all the Jews They kicked all the Jews out of Girona in 1492. Now it's a Game of Thrones set. If you saw the Bravo since season seven, I think, where that Arya was blind and all the places she... Walked around a lot of those places outside there. Bravos was Girona in Spain, a beautiful city, but you know it was a Jewish area. And then 1492, like the day before or after, uh, the Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand or whoever the fuck it was, ordered you know to to find the new world. March 30th was my birthday. They said get the fucking Jews out, right? They kicked all the Jews out of the city. They either had to convert or leave. And it was really, and they had this museum of it where it used to be a synagogue, and they 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 hid this history for hundreds of years. And only recently are they, you know, admitting that it was a Jewish neighborhood and what happened. And and um, you know, and one thing that really struck me, they had these costumes. I posted on Instagram of these Jewish people. How Jewish people had to dress up in these horrible costumes to show they were Jews with these weird badges, like a like just like the Star David thing that Hitler made us wear, the Jude thing. I didn't know that that happened many times before. I didn't know that. It's awful. And if you look like, if you look up on Wikipedia all the times, there's like a list of all the places Jews have been kicked out of. We've been kicked out of fucking dozens of places everywhere. We get killed and we get kicked out. Everybody hates us. You got to see, you know, both sides now, right? Got to see both sides now. There are both sides, right? Now. You know, clouds, Jews. I've looked at Jews from both sides. Now, I can say that. What else? I don't know what I can play. I don't know. It's just, oh, I was going to talk more. Why am I so averse to talking lately? I don't know, because I really figured out that this is the radio so I can play music, which is what I did initially. When I was in high school, I used to play radio on our radio station. I probably had more listeners when I was in high school than I do now, which is really sad. So, yeah, a car on a hill. See, this flight tonight. Yeah, I'll play that one. It's another. There's so many songs about flying or traveling. I just something about that is wonderful. Yeah, and then there's one just like this train, car on a hill, this flight tonight. Just tra- the the traveling thing. That's where I connect with her. The traveling inspiration. I I just love that. You know. Mm-hmm. Captain said, the life's down here, that's where we'll land. 
Did I lose my gram? I don't know what happened. I lost my gram. Oops. Did I press something? Hope they finally Oops. fixed your automobile. Oh, wow. Hope it's better when we meet again, baby. Star bright, star bright. You got the loving that I like, all right. Turn this crazy bird around. Shouldn't have got on this flight. Hello, am I still talking? What happened? I don't know what happened with that glitch earlier. I'm not sure. I guess I'm done. Yeah, I think that's enough. Someday I'll figure out how to talk again. I've, I have podcasters blocked, but at least I'm doing it, right? I did it. I created a grum. I should be happy. I'm going to stop. I should be happy, but I'm going to play a song at the end. Is this? I just don't know if this is the, the real... If this isn't the real, original, the Broadway, why doesn't it say, where, I just want to see the album. Why won't it show me the fucking album? So annoying. Oh, I just pressed the, is this the 2014? No, that's not it. That I don't want to listen to fucking, wait a minute, John Cameron. Yeah. No, I don't want the Neil Patrick fucking Harris shit. She's, I hate when it gives me the the, the worst version, you know? Origin. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be one of those things where the it's not on iTunes. 
a headwig. Maybe I gotta find it on my, uh, let's see, on my holder. My other holder. How do I search my own music, not Apple Music? Library. The library, okay. Uh, origin. Yeah, origin. Fuck me. Where is it? Origin of Love. Yeah. I'm already telling. I like to surprise you, but it's too late. Yeah, see, that's not it. Original Broadway. No, I don't want fucking, fucking asshole face. What's his name? Here. 1999. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. 
Last time I saw you, we just split in two. You was looking at me, I was looking at you. You had a way so familiar, I could not recognize, 'cause you had blood on your face. I had blood in my eyes, but I could swear by your expression that the pain down in your soul was the same. The one down in my We're on literally cloud nine, ten, or eleven.